Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it, baby. Let's go. Come on. All right, AJ, how are we doing tonight? Doing good, doing good, brother. Just getting ready for uh, the second round of the playoffs uh, tomorrow. Uh, we actually get to play at home. We had to hit the road last week. Uh, the boys went and handled business uh, on the road trip, and uh, now we get to play in front of the home crowd tomorrow afternoon, man. Uh, everybody seems excited, man. We, we're ready to get the stay rolling. Nice, man. Exciting, exciting, man. Uh, it's a nasty day outside. Um, you, you know, it's been raining all afternoon. How are we feeling? Do we think it's going to come into play tomorrow? Or what's it looking like? Uh, well, you know, one thing that's good about our field, man, it drains pretty well. Um, and I, I checking the forecast, it's going to rain throughout the night and on and into the morning. But I think come game time, it drops down to like 15%. Uh, it probably ain't going to be a real – Pretty field, maybe a little wet affair out there on the on the field for the boys. The mama's definitely going to have to use the washing machine tomorrow night. But hopefully it's all in the ending of a sweet victory for Raider Nation. Man, I hope so, man. I'm counting on it, man. And I'm, hey, look, I hope, I hope you guys go all the way. So how many, so let our listeners know how many stages of this thing do we have left, bro? Oh, man, you know, the postseason in Alabama, is it, it's different than a lot of other states. Like a lot of other states are one game playoffs uh, for like four round, four rounds to the state championship. In Alabama, we do a best out of three series every round to in the fifth rounds to state championship. So tomorrow is the second round. So even if we handle business tomorrow, man, it's, you know, you just guarantee yourself one more week in that dog fight, the gauntlet of the postseason. Um, so you can't get too high. You can't get too low. Uh, you just got to keep that mo to go mindset, baby, and keep the foot on the gas till the middle of May. So how are the boys feeling, man? Do they feel like they can do this thing? Do they feel like, you know, how, what, what's, What's the morale right, right right now? Oh, man, it's uh, we actually have a team dinner tonight. Uh, so it's good to have the guys together tonight before a game. We're doing a big spaghetti dinner. One of the parents is cooking. Um, but, man, loading the bus up and going to a hostile environment like we did last week, uh, I, their spirits are high. And the biggest thing about winning on the road in the playoffs is you know you're going to have to do that one or two times uh, for sure in the state championship round because it's up in Jacksonville, Alabama. Um, so it kind of, you know, gives them that confidence that, hey, we can do this. We're one step closer. And the team we played last year, man, Thomasville, 
props to that community, man. It's it's one of them West Alabama backwoods community. Uh, you know, a lot of support. I mean, everybody's in their grannies and aunties and uncles and cousins and third cousins showed out, man. It was a great environment to play in. And for our boys to get that W, man, uh, on Friday night, win both games, sweep the series. It was a good bus ride home Saturday morning uh, back to Dothan. And, you know, just that mindset, man, them being able to see they can go on the road and win a playoff game. We've kind of struggled with that uh, as yeah. a school the last couple of years and a lot of our sports. So kind of get that uh, monkey off your back, to say the least, moving forward. It's crazy, man. I've, I was listening to a podcast the other day and and they were talking about basketball uh, maybe it was Secret to Success podcast. I don't remember. I was listening to something and they were talking about basketball and and how many, you know, teams, uh, uh, how many games they win at home. You know, it, it's an astronomical amount. And then and then they lose to the very same teams uh, when the they road. go into a different environment on the road. And it's it crazy. Was, uh... It's crazy it how was, much environment yeah. plays into the outcome, man. Exactly. And I think I was listening to the same uh, episode you was listening to the other week uh, on Secrets to Success. They were talking about the Golden State Warriors. Yep, that's how, it. That's it. At, at, the, at the Oracle Arena, man, they've won like 33 games. Like their record's like 33 and one. But then like their record on the road was almost like opposite of that. Yeah. Uh, just because their environment and hostility, man. And that's that's big. And, you know, um, not just in sports, but in life, man, you know, you go into a speaking engagement uh, in a in a school system where you don't really know people, uh, you know, your first impression. Uh, you got to be able to overcome and adapt, man, and, uh, you know, get the job done. So there's a lot of good mental toughness to, you know, taking having a challenge out on the road and being able to get it done for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. And we're talking about environments, man. So so tonight, I want us to kind of do a part two, man, kind of a spinoff of where we were last week. So last week, I, I was in a good place, but I wasn't in the best of places. All right. I was I was had a little steam coming out of his ears. Yeah, I had I had a little steam. And and so if if you guys have not listening, have not listened to the last podcast of celebrating others. Uh, go back and listen to that one because I had a heckler, if you will. I had, you know, a critic that was uh, kind of speaking negative to um, a moment in time that I was just trying to celebrate. So today I want to kind of put the spin on that. I want to talk about this idea of celebration. And I want to ask, are you formulating an environment that is conducive to celebration? So with that, I want us to look at the definition of celebration. So the word the word celebrate by definition means acknowledge a significant or happy day or event with a social gathering or enjoyable activity. That's one of the definitions. And there are other ones. Uh, perform a ceremony publicly or duly in, in particular. Yada, yada, yada. So... So when I look at the word acknowledge, right, a significant or happy day or event, one of the biggest things that I think our culture today has issue with is this idea of celebrating other people, okay? And the reason I say that is because we are in 
uh, a culture that loves to celebrate themselves or loves to, to, to puff their own self up into this whatever. And so um, when we constantly focus on ourselves and our goals and our ambition, Hey, bro. I uh, yep, I got it. All right, never mind. So, but but I was just gonna say I didn't hit record, man. All right. So, um, whenever we focus on our goals and our ambitions and all of these different things, man, um, celebrating kind of falls by the wayside. But I want to let our listeners know that celebrating others and success of our own goes hand in hand, right? Like, exactly. like. Like you can be successful and celebrate other people, man. And, and that it boils down to the, I tell people like this, AJ, I say where we're going is not near as important as who we're becoming. Does that make sense? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that is so true. It's like you were saying, you can celebrate others and your own success and other people's success. And it goes back to what you're saying. Um, it's all in the environment. And it's funny that you're hitting on that, D, because me and one of the coaches that I work with, we were just talking about, you know, how you develop a championship culture, um, not just athletically, but, you know, we deal with a lot of schools in the education game, man. And, um, you know, but you look at it, whether it's real estate, uh, sales manager, any working environment, um, you want to try to build that championship culture. But, you know, a lot of times, man, in leadership, they just are so focused on them and their thing um, and their one job. They don't realize that when you're in a platform of leadership, man, it's it's not it you you're you were blessed to be in a leadership position, regardless of what it is, because God made you a little something extra so that people value your opinion and your leadership but so many leaders nowadays man they just are satisfied with what what doing what's required mm. um and they don't understand there's another level to that bro whether uh when you when you're in a leadership position you got to do what's required and then bring the cake and candy with you um and how you do that creating a championship culture is Man, you can never go wrong by hyping up people who's working with you, working under you, uh, even working above you, man. Um, it, you know, when when you just have that kind of energy and synergy going around the workplace, the the halls of the school, and it's like you know, even you get down to the student body. Like, uh, you know, a lot of schools struggle now with bullying, but I'm like, bro, what if it five or six of the the top athletes or, you know, popular kids, man, just made it a point every day to walk them hallways and hype up the shy kid that, you know, may be in the band that may kind of be standoffish. And then they go hype somebody up. They get caught. And it's like, bro, you can't lose when that's your formula for success. So I love that you bring that up because you're exactly right. When you have a mentality of celebrating other people you can't lose man you cannot go wrong even if your uh even if your numbers you know don't stack up as high as the other person's numbers right 
um, by celebrating that person, it puts you in a category. It puts you in the type of person that people want to be around, man. And it puts you in rooms you never thought possible whenever you allow yourself to truly celebrate other people. And I mentioned earlier that, you know, where we're going is not nearly as important as who we're becoming. A lot of people would fight me on that and say, no, 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 where you're going is everything, okay? But here's the problem with that thought, okay? Honestly, if we lay out everybody's life, um, some of us are going to live a long life. Um, for some of us, tomorrow's not promised, right? And so, and so when we look at, we all have goals, dreams, and ambitions, and they're different across the board, okay? And so with that thought, it's like, you know, some of us may have big goals, dreams, ambitions, but life has another, you know, uh, uh, another mind of its own. We look at sicknesses, we look at injuries, we look at trauma, we look at hardship. Things can happen, right, that don't, that don't exactly get you to, to that goal, dream, ambition. But here's what I can do, okay? I can't control any of that. While I have dreams, goals, and ambitions of where I want to go, I can't necessarily control all factors in that. But one thing I can do is control who I am in the process. I can control the type of person, right? I can control my willingness, right, to, to come to God with my issues. I can control um, the, the time that I spend in his word. I can control the people that I put in my circle. I can control, right, a lot of things. And one thing that I know without a shadow of a doubt that I can control that will catapult you further than any is being somebody with a mindset and a willingness to celebrate other people. Exactly, man. That and that's you know in the in the Bible in the good book, bro. That that's that's what it's you know it, it it's biblical. What's in there? The joyous spirit. Uh, you know your life, you, your 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 brothers, your sisters' life uh, is meant to be celebrated, man. And I I definitely think that you know like we hit on last week, man. A lot of people can just tell by your character how, how you celebrate others. And one thing that's playing, you know. Uh, collegiate baseball taught me, man, is like in high school, we all was the guy, right? We all was the number one Uno best pitcher, best hitter on the team. Well, then you get to division one level, bro. And even, you know, junior college D2, it don't matter. Uh, if, if somebody's extended their career into the collegiate level, they're, they're above average. I don't care what level it is, you know. Um, and then you get to that D1 school, man. And I remember my true freshman year, I learned quick. You got two ways to handle this, dog. You can sit here and be upset. Yeah, I was getting a throw, but I wasn't getting a throw how I threw in high school, 70, 80, 90 innings. Um, I did probably didn't need to throw that many anyway. Uh, side note, uh, yeah. to the coaches out there, don't use your guys. Uh, but number two, man, it's like you can sit here and be scorned every time that you're not on the mound, or we can go farther together to that Sun Belt Championship, to that NCAA Regional, 
which I remember being a kid telling my stepdad and mom, I want to play college baseball because I want a chance to go to Omaha to the College World Series. And, you know, I learned quick, whether it was me on the mound or one of my teammates, man, it was always, I was always that guy in the dugout, bro, wide open, hyping up, dude hits a big home run. I was the first one jumping over the rail. They'd strike somebody out. I'd be pumping my chest for them like I did it, man. It's just always been, like I said last week, I was born to celebrate others, man. And I'm cool with that. But I learned quick that the selfish route of me over we, it it ain't going to get you far in life, man. And that's one of the things playing collegiate sports taught me, bro, is like you got to be team first if you want to be successful. Because trust me, dude, there's a lot of egos in that locker room. And if you're one of them guys that people see that it you are about you over the team, them seniors, bro, they'll shave your head bald real fast. Facts. They don't care what kind of hair style you showed up into yeah. college too. So you better join the crowd, man, and, uh, you know, join the team and understand, man. It, it, yes, they, they want you to do well, but when it ain't your turn – you need to celebrate your teammates because at the end of the day, bro, we all getting sized up for that championship ring at the end of the season if we all buy in and do what we're supposed to do and get rid of that toxic energy. And I think a lot of people won't 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 step forward and celebrate other people because there's something about that person that irritates them, right? There's something about perfect, seeing man. them. Yeah, there's something about seeing them succeed that bothers them. And I can't help but think back to 2010 uh, um, when when uh, when Auburn went all the way. Shout out. I'm just saying, you know, Cam Newton, you know, you're you're the number one. And so when I think of when I think of of, of the year of 2010 with with the national championship with Auburn and Cam Newton and all of that, you know, you would hear so many people say that Cam Newton single-handedly, you know, won um, that national championship. And they and, and they talk about that, and then they want to rag. And every time you saw him, man, he was just enjoying the game, bro. That mm-hmm. smile, that smile alone the, for every game, and no matter what situation, dude was just super elated, super happy, super stoked to be there. And all of the hate and all of the critics – and all of the things that came along with it were there, but he was honestly, um, he was just a kid, man, playing a game that he loved. And what I want to tell somebody is like, we can hate on the great, right? Or we can celebrate and go along for the ride with them. Now, I also want to say that that Cam Newton, absolutely, you cannot put one man on a field full of 11 guys against them. And he cannot, he cannot beat them. Okay. It cannot happen. All right. And so there, there was not a, it, it can, it can't be possible. Right. And so, um, you know, there, there's no I in team. And so when you do see somebody succeed, when you do see somebody that's successful, right. There are other people around him that have helped him get to a situation. So you're in essence, you're you're celebrating that person's victory, right? But you're also celebrating a group, man. And you're celebrating other people alongside of that. And I'm just going to tell you that makes success for you that much more sweet. That much, when your time comes, when it helps you to put in perspective that it's not you 
um, uh, versus the world, right? That there are people who want to come alongside you, but you have to be open, man. You have to be willing to, to, to have a personality that celebrates others or nobody's going to give a rat's tail about you, man. Yeah, that's so true, man. And you talking about that, it made me think um, to an instance in college, man, when I was playing at Troy, we had a guy who, man, this dude, he, he was like a walk on, um, you know, more of an academic guy, uh, you know, kept the team GPA up. And you know what? I mean? We had great GPAs at Troy, by the way. Uh, Coach Pierce did play about school. That was one thing that you knew you signed up for when you went to Troy was you better be in classroom making them grades. But this guy, man, he was a pitcher and he had been on the roster, man, for like three and a half years and never got an inning of uh, actual inning in an actual game in three and a half years. It kept showing up, kept showing up. You know, coaches even gave him the opportunity to be like, hey, man, you know, you want to go do this. I think you wanted to go to med school or something. You know, you you just go, no, no, I've got to finish what I started. And he, dude, I remember when he got, we had some injuries, right? And so it was a midweek game and the coaches told him that he was starting. Okay. Normally, if you would have been, you just had to be in the locker room to see it, man, and out on the field, like the joy, e- even the like the athletic trainers, the bat boys, the the equipment managers, uh, all the team, like all the fans that came to all the games. You talk about people rallying and cheering for this guy, and just to see the smile on his face. He had a great outing, by the way, but it was like the reason why people nobody was like, Oh man, why is he getting the ball? I should be starting today. I'm yeah. a scholarship guy. Da, 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 da. It was like, Let's go. Like, yeah. yes, our guy. You would have thought he was our number one starter all year. Um, because he was due diligent. He was all in all the time. He was a team guy. He was the first one to meet you at the foul line after an inning. He, you know, hey man, he would stay and throw BP to position players after practice. Just how can I help? And mm-hmm. to see him get rewarded in that moment, man. And that was like his only outing in his Troy career, but just the pure joy people had for him. There was not one person in the ballpark. Even the PA announcer was fired up just announcing his name. He put a little extra flair to it like a yeah. UFC fight. Um, just like, man, this dude deserved this moment. He owned the moment. And it was all like our moment with him because he kept showing up, man, and just celebrated everybody for three and a half years, man. Just set the bench, would keep charts, whatever. And he finally got his shot. And it was celebrated throughout the whole program. And that's why it's so important to have that kind of character and that kind of integrity. Because the hardest thing to do nowadays, man, in such a selfish idolized society where everybody wants to be the star to take a step back and give props where props is given, man. Um, and that that's something that I think needs to be practiced and preached more and, you know, talked about more, man, is like all this competition, competition's great, man, but we all need to be collaborating in this thing called life because we all only get one shot at it yeah. and we all end up six feet under our our earthly body at some point mm-hmm. our spirit's gonna go either to heaven yeah. or hell. but we all got the, the same final destination on this earth so man while we spending time you know there's people that are dying of stress because of that kind of attitude you know they sit there and they 
work and work and work and nobody notices, nobody notices. They either die of stress because they're always trying to prove something or they end up committing suicide because they feel like people are losing their lives over how people are treating them, man. And I'm not trying to get off on some lovey-dovey, the world sunshine, you know, rainbows, but dude, all it takes is one little ounce of like celebrating somebody's existence, celebrating somebody's hard work, and you can completely change a whole culture of a school, business, team, your family. It don't matter, bro. Like that is something that needs to be priority number one these days. No, I agree. Have you ever seen the movie Rudy? Yes. <laughs> man, that whole story. It was like so, that. That's, bro, was that made me think it. of it Rudy, like man. So for those of you who hadn't seen Rudy, Hey, I tell your homework for this week is to find the movie Rudy and go watch it if you have not seen it, man. So it's 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 that kind of story, the underdog, man. And and with the underdog, I want to ask, like, um, you, you know, what are you doing on a daily basis, man, um, to ensure that you're showing up, right? And by showing up, I mean that you understand and you respect the life that you've been given. I think, I think, I think a lot of people like, like, bro, we just take it for granted. I just, I just assume I'm going to wake up in the morning. Right. Um, I, I just, I just know, I just know I'm gonna get up tomorrow. I got to have the same breakfast. Everything's going to go the same way as it did today. I'm sure somebody's going to aggravate me at some point and we're just going to go throughout it. That's the type of mentality that I think a lot of us have. And I, I, I want us to try to shift that. I want us to try to get into this mindset of every day is a blessing. Every day is a new day. Uh, uh, God's grace is new every morning. Every day is a new opportunity to go out and impact somewhere, some way, somehow. But the only way to really respect the life that I've been given is to build on the character of who I am right? And where I'm trying to go. So, so with that, man, um, you, you know, I think a lot of us as, as we find ourselves, um, maybe self-centered, maybe selfish, um, maybe we find ourselves just in a season of high stress for whatever reason, okay? For whatever reason that may be. I want us to just pause, right? And I want to give someone permission, right? to just do a little root work, do a little work on, on, you know, what are your, what are your day-to-day -day exercises? Like, like, like what is your go-to when you get frustrated, when you get angry? Um, you, you know, what's your go-to prayer, man? Do you pray regularly? You, you, you know, what, who are you becoming on a day-to-day -day basis? And I'll show you, right? what life's going to look like in the next 20 years. Exactly, man. It's all, it's all about a daily, you know, we hit it on a uh, few weeks ago, man. Uh, you know, we, we're given this life. God gives us life, but it's up to us to go live it, man. And us to work at it. We have a duty to, to work at it daily, man. Um, there's always going to be, you know, something uh, that we all struggle with. 
of day-to-day life as part of being human that you, you need to dive in and work. And a lot of people, you know, want to ignore that. And, you know, one, one of the biggest things I think, man, people struggle with right now, uh, talking about celebrating others, celebrating others, man, is like the 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 insecurity issue. Um, they're insecure. There's something about them personally, either mentally, spiritually, emotionally, they're not happy with. And they see somebody maybe living the life they think they should be but they ain't got the courage to go live that life or make them moves or take that risk. And then they get resentful. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so they want to throw stones at them instead. It's like, bro, at the end of the day, you want to do the same thing this cat's doing, but he's just got a little bit more courage, a little bit more confidence, a little bit more belief in himself, um, in his purpose. Don't sit there and hate, pick up the phone, text, call, collaborate. How, how can you get on track? But you ain't going to get on that track, man, if you ain't willing to put that work in um, and really seek out why you feel the way you do towards other people that you're hating on instead of trying to, you know, be a part of it and collaborate and celebrate with them. You know, um, John 316, everybody knows that. Everybody, you know, all athletes, they write it on their face and they'll have, you know, John 316 and, and, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's like the go-to verse, right? One of the most famous verses out there. But but John 3, 17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And when I read that verse, I think about all the people that have written other people off because there's something about them that doesn't sit right with them, or there's something that they said back in back in you, you know college years that that made them mad, and and we basically condemned you know someone else, but yet we want grace on our side. And so we want people to give us grace when we mess up, right? And we want people to celebrate us when we shine, when we do things. We we when we do something good, we look on Facebook to see who's liking, to see who's, you know, who's commenting and all of that. And then we can get all in our feels when it's like, oh, well, why didn't she say something? I know she just stopped liking my stuff. She I know she saw it. I know he saw it. Why did he stop liking? And we can get all up in our fields, right? And we can condemn somebody and even condemn a relationship. And I just want to tell you guys, man, it's not, it's not that deep, right? It's not, it's not. And you know, this life flies by so quickly that we don't have time to get bogged down and to condemn anybody because our own Lord and Savior had every right, had every right to give us the death that we deserve. But yet God loved us so much that he sent his one and only son so that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I want to ask somebody, I want to free somebody once again from, from condemning that person. Somebody is on your heart so heavy that you get disgusted at the sound of their name. And I just got to say this, okay? I I just got to say this, and I've said this before, but a man that goes to bed with forgiveness in his heart and with a clear conscience is dangerous for his destiny. 
Amen, brother. Amen. 100%. As you know, you, you were sitting there talking, man, I was just looking at some of my notes and it's funny you, you talked about, you know, um, celebrating others, lighting up for others, man. And in Matthew 5, 14 this morning, uh, it says, Jesus goes on to tell his followers that you are the light of the world. Um, and so, man, there's so many people uh, that, you know, call themselves Christians that are, like you said, cast judgment. And it's like their light switch is like in between on and off. And that's just like the Bible says, don't be lukewarm, right? Um, it's like, you know, you're a Christian, you know, you're supposed to be the light of the world, letting that light shine. Well, to me, that means celebrating others, man. That means understand that not everybody's perfect. Um, there, there, there's only one perfect human that's ever been on the face of the planet, Jesus Christ. Right. And understand people's going to have shortcomings. People's going to mess up. Uh, you know, people may go through divorces, people may have some slip ups, people, you know, may not, you know, at 23, be who they were at 33 or 34, man, it's like, come on, close that yearbook, you hating on somebody from something they did in 2001. It's and not it's that 2023. Deep. Like, it's not that deep, let it go, let that light shine. So instead of sitting here casting judgment on people and downing others, when really we all should be on one accord as a human race, man, to try to make this world a better place by letting our light shine, magnify right. the light, man. And, you know, instead of let, trying to dim someone else's, light it up, bro. Because then you, you give them confidence and belief. You're celebrating others. They go celebrate others. It just builds and builds like the pay it forward effect, man. And to hit on that, uh, had a little incident Sunday, man, me and my girlfriend and her daughter, we were going to the golf course and uh, we were we were coming from Chipley, Florida to Dothan National Spa. And the way that I normally go to Dothan from Chipley would be go through Graceville. And I don't know if anybody, if you or anybody out there has ever been through Graceville, there ain't a lot of traffic on them roads. Right. So she tells me to go through Hamilton to 231 to come up, uh, 231 to the spa. Well, man, it's just, just God being God. My Jeep started acting funny. It started running hot. And uh, we're sitting there and we're like three and a half miles from this gas station in Campbellton. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, we're going to figure this out. This is what I, we're going to figure this out. I just sat there and I just had peace. I was like, something's going to come up. And dude, somebody in a Jeep came riding by and saw my Jeep on the side of the road goes and gets some some oil for me to put in because it was low on oil. I guess I had an oil leak, get it to the gas station. Well, man, we're driving, and then there's this car um, right there at the raceway, south side 231 on the side of the road. This guy's yeah. car was overheating on him. So I told my girlfriend, I said, hey, I, I, we got to get out help this guy. Somebody helped us. we got to pay it for it. we got to be a light. Got to keep yes. on keeping on. That guy pushed his car up, and it was like, you know, that's God being God. God showed me. He was like, man, you've been trying to celebrate other people. I'm going to send you a blessing in this Jeep from Roswell, Georgia. Dude just happened to be passing by, and it's like my girlfriend said. She's like, you know, if we would have went the other way to Graceville, there probably wouldn't have been a car come by for four hours. And I was like, that's, that's it. That's part of being a light, man. Don't just do good to seek good. But there is there is good things that happen when you just try to humanly be a good person to other people, you know, day to day, man. But it's so easy, man. It's so easy to fall victim to my emotion. Here's the thing. We would rather jump on Facebook and we would rather snap at somebody because I'm responding to that anger that swelled up out of nowhere for whatever reason. 
it's way easier to respond in emotion than to stand on a value, than to stand on a principle, because that takes discipline. It takes discipline to be able to pull back, right? Rather than to just, yeah, claws out, right? Rather than to just dive in or 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 react and respond in an emotional response and here's here's the way i like to say it there's so much more freedom to be found in discipline than there ever was just living in the ways of the world and floating with emotion and all of that man god's word tells us that it's not a it's not a book of of rules and do's and don'ts it's a lifestyle to maximize you know, all that you can get out of this life, man. And so um, that pay forward, pay it forward effect that goes down to those values and those principles that you stand on. Are you really in that big a hurry? Right. Are you really in that big a hurry that, you you know, um, that that you don't have time to help that elder to hold that door? Right. You see the elderly lady yes. coming, bro. You see her coming. She got her handbag. She on the she owned the stroller thing, but man, you got to get in and you got to get this bread because your wife told you to stop by and get some bread and you're just trying to get home so you can get your shoes off. You've had a long day, but I want to ask you something. Can you have that little check in your spirit? Can we go back to that, that caring boy that, 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 that really like understood where people were in their walk of life? You know what I mean? Can Absolutely. we go back to that? Can we go back to that day where the way people showed up and the way people talked to other people was in a respect, right? Was in an understanding that I may or may not ever get to see you again. And so I want your uh um I, I want your perspective of me, right? To be wow, you know, I really enjoyed that encounter. I really enjoyed that opportunity, man. That's an awesome dude. Um, instead of just being rush, 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 go, 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 and angry all the time. That, that's it, man. And you, you sit there and think about it. It's like, I know people who are kind of like what we're talking about. They're always bitter. They're always angry. They're always in the jar. But then it's like, dude, you're sitting here and you talk about this person because they're always angry and in the jar. I'm like, you ever hung around somebody that's toxic and negative and really wanted to get up and say, hey, let me call so-and-so today. I really like his negative attitude. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Come on, man. Nobody. I, I, I don't want to do business with somebody that's like that. So a lot of people, I got a lot of buddies, man, in sales and stuff and real estate and all, and I talk to them. And I'm like, you know, the number one thing that's going to keep you, that can blow you up is kindness and being a good person and keeping that good energy. And, you know, we always joke about Motogo energy amongst ourselves. They're like, man, it's just a wide open way of living. I'm like, yeah. And it's like how you treat people, man. It's just treat everybody with that spirit of like, man, I'm pulling for you. I'm cheering for you. I don't know you, man. My girlfriend jokes with me all the time because we meet strangers and then I'll make a little joke with them about, yeah, man, I got one year. I'm going to run for president. I'm going to help fix all this going on they're like i'll vote for you and she's like i've never been around anybody that that can you don't even know these people and they're being genuine about it um but it's just that energy that spirit man it's always like you know that and it's it's my sister dude it's every day i get up i try to be like taylor Mm. try to live with the spirit that my sister's got and just 
give it out there to the world to see, man, because it, it is it is a privilege and a blessing to have somebody so connected to me personally that really influences my day-to-day attitude in life, bro. Because when it's going good, I celebrate it like it's going good, like she would. Um, if it's a bad day, the bad days ain't that bad, man. That's good, man. And I tell people it's all, it's all, it all boils down to your why. Um, when when someone finds their why, it changes everything, man. It changes everything about the way they see life. It changes everything about the way they do life. It changes everything about the type of person that that person's becoming. When you find your why, it changes everything. And I want to encourage somebody. Somebody on here needs to do a little bit of homework to really uncover their why. Because I promise you to store in their treasures and 401ks and bank accounts and all of that, all of that is nice, okay? Uh, Generational wealth is beautiful. I want to have that. But that cannot be my why. It cannot be my why. It's got to be deeper than that. And so I want to bring this to a close. I want to encourage somebody. Go out and celebrate somebody today, man. Look for those opportunities. And I promise you, the more that you celebrate other people, man. The more rooms you're going to find yourself in, the more friends you're going to have, the more peaceful life is going to become. And so as always, man, keep that let's go mentality. Keep that motor go energy all the way turned up, baby, every day that ends in why. Man, let's go.